It's your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick, and I am Bob. I have to tell you, I really like today's episode. Nick and I both have a strong history in the world of advertising. His is from working directly in the agency world on both the client and creative sides, and mine is from running an internal agency and being a high-level client for more than a decade. We have seen things that work and things that don't, and we've seen the same in leaders. Listen in as we talk about a couple of our favorite local agency heads and the things that make them stand out from the rest. Enjoy. One of the more interesting roles that I've had throughout my life has been managing creative people. When I ran creative services at Orlando Health, I first started by managing business people. All right. So they're marketing experts, they're business experts, they're they're, uh, telemarketing experts. They're pretty like straightforward, pretty tough, thick skinned professionals. And then I absorbed creative services, which has artists, writers, videographers, um, really creative spirits, but in the corporate world, but they were in this little cocoon where they were protected by this really strong personality and who had been there for like 20 years. And so when I took it over, I was not used to having to, to coddle people and to tease out of a creative person, the gifts that they have, as opposed to just demand it and say, Give me 18% more of this, right? It was like, but it really taught me. It was one of those things where it's like, um, it reminded me of the old concept of, of trying to pull the thread out of a cocoon, right? You can't just yank that sucker. You got to finesse it and feel it as you're tugging it and know when you get to the breaking point and stop, right? And dealing with the creative people was the exact same thing. It was, you got to get that string out. But you cannot pull it too far. You get nothing. You get a little piece of string. You get nothing. So uh, it was really good. It was a good lesson. So when you mentioned that 18%, I just imagined actually saying that to these people and then watching them slip into the fetal position under their desks because they don't understand what that means. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that is. So your role when you're in the agency, you were account management? Yeah, I was account management. I was also copywriter, yeah. web, not so much designer or developer, but... Um, architect, for lack of a better term, you're like a trooper threat. You're a trooper yeah. threat, and that's so. this is this is what how you know that you're a whole brainer, especially in that industry, because you see where the hard walls are. Maybe not at night as much as some of the other agencies out there, but there are pretty hard walls between business and creative. Oh yeah, and it's like okay, you take care of the clients, I'll take care of the creative ideas over here, right? And so you being able to do some copywriting, do some web content development and stuff, in addition to having a relationship with the clients. That that means you could own an agency. Oh yeah, but I That's, never would. Yeah, well, I I wouldn't want it either. It's I was told that by my boss. She's like, I don't know why you're here working at the hospital because you could own an agency. You could run an agency. I don't want that stress factory. I think yeah, I think part of it is the stress, but part of it is the ego. You have to be pretty into yourself to own an agency. You got to believe in the power of ideas. I I don't. I've met a couple of people, and really just a couple, but um who ran agencies who it wasn't ego driven. It was, they knew how to, how their people work. Actually one right now uh, that I think is really good at it is uh, Appleton creative. Oh yeah. Diane LaRue as an amazing creative fun. She loves her people and all she wants to do is get out of their way. Uh, Now she may have some kind of incredible ego in some environments, but every time I'm with her, she's just all about, you got to see what my people do. They inspire me every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, so kind of cool. Yeah, you know what? Mark Freed's like that too. So maybe yeah. I am 
wrong. Maybe I've just dealt with a lot of people who were starting and they could have started any business, but they started an ad agency and they needed to be the center of it and the center of attention. Yeah. It's interesting because Mark is the center of his organization and think integrated. He's, and he's a fantastic spokesperson for anything. I mean, when he was the, uh, the head of the board at the Holocaust more resource and education center, I believe he was the greatest spokesperson that they've ever had. He's great at that, which makes him natural for having an agency. But when I see him with like, especially with young people, people in their 20s, they're in school, they're learning, and he sees that fertile spark in their brain. He can't help himself. He wants to ignite it. He wants to get that thing going and see what they can do with it. And he's humble enough to tell them the stories of his own failures so that they can understand that that's going to be a part of their experience and stuff. So I think, yeah, I think our friend Mark is definitely, he's, he's not the most ego driven person in the industry. <laughs> and if Mark listens to this, he'll understand because he knows that you have to muster a certain level of ego to, to do this some. stuff. Yeah. But I think one of the things that differentiates him from other people in the industry, and I won't name those names, is that he does put his people in front of him. Yeah. He he talks about how brilliant and wonderful his people are, and like the last time we had a good long talk, he just talked about how emotional it felt when he saw his people operating without his participation. He was like, they're doing it on their own, and not just doing it, they're doing it brilliantly like i'm blown away by the stuff they're doing and didn't require much if any of me at all it's like so much like parenting you know yeah when you can see the people you love do something great on their own and you know not only are we going to be all right but they're going to be all right as they go through doing what yeah they may not do it exactly the way i would have done it but it's getting done and it's getting done well hey it's nick thanks for listening i think this episode is a good example of the power of conversation I had an opinion, a hot take, a gut reaction. All agency owners are narcissists. And Bob called me out on it, and he was right. I encourage you to go have conversations like these, not online, in person, via handwritten or typed letters, or otherwise where you have an opportunity to change your mind and maybe even someone else's. Have a great day.